Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm low-key irritated because it's my third time trying to record this one episode just because, like, complications with the freaking interweb, but whatever. So today we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of people um, have either heard about or they have dealt with in their own life believe it or not, it happens a lot of times. And the best way I think to deal with these things is to call it out like it is. But before anything else, we have to have knowledge of what these things are. So of course, I'm going to go to the great old interweb and search up the word because um, I'm not really too good at explaining things. So I will go to the greatest dictionary that was ever <laughs> that was ever made. Um, no, I'm not talking about Merriam-Webster and I'm not talking about Oxford Dictionary. I'm talking about good old Urban Dictionary, which has been around for, I mean, probably longer than I've been alive. Let's see, actually. Let's see how long Urban Dictionary has been around for because I go in there sometimes. I see things and it's like, this is back from 2008. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. So... This is weird. I'm looking up Urban Dictionary birth. I don't know. Why did I do that? don't know why. Okay. Let's see. Maybe if I look up, like, Wikipedia, maybe it could tell me, like, when it first came out. Okay, it says it was created by this guy. Oh, see? It is older than I am. Barely. It says that... Urban Dictionary was founded by a guy named Aaron Peckham, Peckham, sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name, um, or their name, and the website was founded in 1999, oh my goodness, they've been around for 22 years, that's insane to think about that, but um, anyway, to get to it, thank you Aaron for your contribution to the greatest um, dictionary that there ever was. And today we're going to talk about gaslighting. And this is why I was like, I want to get a good definition for y'all because personally, if I give y'all a definition, it might not be exact because what I would say about gaslighting is a lot of times people who do it are the ones that are trying to play victim, even though they're the ones that are like the abusers and the manipulators and um, the bulliers. Is that a word? Bulliers? Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? The bullies. My bad. They're the ones that are the bullies and um, they want to play victim. And so this post that I found has the best uh, definition that I could think of by your reality check. It was made in May 31st, 2009. It has over 5,000 likes and like 300 something um, thumbs downs. And maybe those are people who are gaslighters. Who knows? I don't want to assume. So it says gaslighting, a form of intimidation or psychological abuse, sometimes called ambient abuse, where false information is presented to the victim, making them doubt their own memory, perception, and quite often their sanity. The classic, the classic example of gaslighting is to switch something around on someone that you know 
they're sure to notice, but then deny knowing anything about it and to explain that they must be imagining things when they challenge these cha- when they challenge these changes. And it says a more psychological definition of gaslighting is an increasing frequency of systematically withholding factual information from and or providing false information to the victim, having the gradual effect of making them anxious, confused, and less able to trust their own memory and perception. So we have two examples. One, your spouse begins telling you things that never really happened. For instance, he says that last week he told you he was going to go to the bar with his buddies this Monday night, but you never remember him telling you that. And two, or maybe your boss gets angry because you didn't prepare the report he asked you to when you remind him that he usually prepares the particular that particular report, he snaps that he told you to take care of it a few days ago because he was too busy. However, you know he never asked you to do so. So they said these are two examples of gaslighting. And the reason why I brought this up, like I said, was because I feel like people do this a lot of times. Um, and then when you are a kind person... And I mean, like, maybe you're too kind. People might, if people say, like, oh, you're too nice. Sometimes that means that you are a people pleaser. And sometimes that means that you let people run over you and walk all over you, especially if you don't say anything and open up your mouth to say anything to people because um, people will then do things like this. Where it's like, or say sometimes, and I hate these people sometimes, like, I've had people say, like, no, I only did this because you did this. And I'm like, hmm, you know what? This doesn't even sound right. Actually, what happened was you came for me first, and then I came for you. You know, when you're you're disrespectful to me, that's why I became disrespectful to you. It wasn't me starting anything. And so I've dealt with this um, recently. I have you know, coworkers, and it's me and it's two guys, right? So the issue with that sometimes is that me before I am who I am today, and not even just with them, but like with any body I've ever met, I've always been so nice, the type of person to just bend over backwards for somebody and to just you know, take care of things, especially if I know that they might be going through something. I'm a type person who's um, considerate of other people's feelings. And so I can't stand when other people aren't considerate of my feelings and my emotions. And so people will say things like, oh, well, you've changed. And it's like, yeah, I did change. I changed for the better because I will not sit here and let somebody walk all over me anymore. Like I'm a a strictly no BS person at this point. I feel that there's no reason to lie about things. Um, When I feel the way I feel about something, there's no reason for me to hold back anymore because if, look at it this way, if somebody does not care about your emotions or consider you in your space whenever they're saying something and they're just saying it, then why should you? Why should you do that for them either? And it's really not even a matter of like being 
like you being disrespectful and you feeling like you have to do that all the time and be like a mean person because I was that way too I was like getting to the point where I was just being I felt like I was being mean and it is something that will make your heart hard it hardens your heart to be mean all the time and to be like rude to people all the time just because you want to be just because you want to guard your heart so you have to find this balance and that was the struggle of mine and like I would say progress isn't linear so I went from like being nice and then being really quiet and then being like mean and then I was like "Eh, I don't like this so I just went back to being super nice and then somewhere along the lines um like last month basically you know like I just like I said I found that what works for me is just telling people straight up like how I feel um and so yeah like it's not really about you being mean to people all the time and being rude to guard your heart it's about not letting people treat you the way that they just that they want to you know because people will treat you the way that you allow them to treat you so you have to take the wheel and you have to be okay with the ball being in your court and saying I'm going to make the rules about what I'm going to allow you know that's what it comes down to and show like telling people that they need to respect you or they need to get out your space I mean, period, point blank, at the end of the day. Because the way I look at it is, in a few months, well, yeah, like in a few months, I'm going to be 22. And I don't want people to see me as something to play with, that's some kid that doesn't know anything. And a lot of people who do that are the ones who are older than you, or men, women do it too, to each other. Um, these are just a few that I can think of, but it really comes down to people trying to take advantage. Even the nicest people will try to take advantage of you when they, when they see an opening, it's kind of like the see what you can get type of thing. It's kind of like Halloween just passed, right? It's kind of like when, um, when you go trick or treating when you're younger, or I don't know if people still do it now that they're older. I don't. I feel like I could just buy that candy myself and, you know, get fat at my own house. But anyway, it's like um, when it's trick-or-treating, when you're trick-or-treating out, and there's a house that says only take one, you know, only take one piece of candy so that the other, you know, other people can have a chance to get candy as well. And somebody's like, ah, nah, I'm going to take a handful. That's what people do, and that's what people will do to you. They will take advantage of you, and it takes up your energy and your your time, especially if you're one, one, of, the, one of the people that are like, I'm not really going to say nothing to them because I want to be nice. I don't want people to, like, think that I'm being mean or whatever. You're being considerate of their feelings. Um, well, it's taking your energy and you're going to go home or think about whatever happened all day when in reality you could have done something right then and there to or said something right then and there to 
let them know that you don't like that, that you don't appreciate the way that they're treating you, that you don't, you think it's disrespectful or however you feel. And so you have to start telling people how you feel or else they're just going to walk all over you and they're going to continue to walk all over you until you like, until you tell them or until you stop them from doing that. And it is something that if you're not used to opening your mouth, like it can be scary it can be something that makes you, like, well, for me, when I first, first, first said something um, to somebody that I didn't like, I mean, that, <laughs> well, we ended up not liking each other in the, at the end of the day, um, or in the long run, but I was in high school, and my mom was, like, telling me what to say to this person that I was on the phone with at the time, and telling them how I felt um, and like, no, you need to say this, you need to say that and stuff like that. So that was the very first time. And when I say like my hands were like shaking and they felt cold, but I was also feeling sweaty at the same time. It was just this weird like adrenaline rush, maybe I would say. So it's like that. And also, when you don't deal with these um, these things that bother you, they just get worse and they wor- and like and worse and worse. And for me, like I said, I've never been to therapy a day in my life. Well, I went one time <laughs> when I was younger, but it wasn't for me. Um, but as far as that, like I've never really been for my own issues and whatnot. So I like to deal with things a lot of times by myself, which I don't think is very healthy at times because it can lead you into dark places. So like I always say, just don't be like me in that sense. Go get help. Stop. Go get some help. Um, But <laughs> for me, whenever I wasn't saying stuff, um, and I think I've talked about it before, I would come home and I'd be so upset. And I think it started to make me have anger issues um, because I was holding everything in. And people ask me, to this day, when people ask me like, oh, what's going on? I will say nothing unless I completely, like, unless I trust you, I'm not going to tell you what's wrong. So just there's that. I mean, it is what it is. I, I can't. Because um, I can't, I feel like telling people everything and all your business and telling just everybody, you can't trust everybody. So you got to pick and choose your battles, quite literally. Um, so yeah, like I would be so upset. And I remember I got to my freshman year in college and I there was this girl upstairs and she said something that pissed me off. Um, and by the way, like, the our our dorms were like apartments and so it was very very hollow and in retrospect I shouldn't have went up there to tell her anything because like it is what it is you know I just didn't know at the time but I learned from that point on that I'm not going to say nothing because you just never know what other people got going on and I'm not trying to get stabbed up or shot just because you know there's so much noise so I tried to be at first like I thought it was being like the 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 nice and respectful 
person and so that's what I was doing just I went up there I was like hey like you guys are doing like a lot of running around stumping and stuff like I'm trying to take an exam down here can you guys like whatever like be quiet a little bit and stuff because I I kid you not they were always up there running and I'm so serious it felt like I could hear every single heel like and to this day I haven't I have somebody who lives upstairs and they are loud but I don't say anything because I'm just like I don't I don't even care. You know, I picked the middle um apartment. That is my fault for doing that. And they're not the only things that are allowed in this apartment. So anywho, um she had said the first time, Oh yeah, that's my band, da da da. Then the second time it was something about roaches or so- it was some or no, 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 no. It was like a lizard or something was in their apartment. And I was just like, girl, if I don't pick that up and freaking drop it outside or something, like it's really not that big of a deal to, for y'all to be like running like that. So the third time I went up there because it was just like, oh my God, like I'm trying to like, you don't understand, like I need quiet. I don't want anybody talking to me like that when I'm trying to study. I don't need anybody talking to me. I don't want any noise and stuff. And I feel like, it was just too much. So I went up there a third time. I really shouldn't have either of times. I can say that. Truthfully, I've learned my lesson. And she told me that she didn't care. She didn't say exactly those words. She said it in a different way. I'm not going to say it. Um, we like to keep it PG around here, around these parts. And when I, I don't know if I said what or if somebody else said what that was beside me. <laughs> But she said it again, and I was livid. I just walked downstairs because, you know, at that time, and a lot of times, and to this day, when I get angry, angry like that, when I get, and I mean I have to be angry because I don't get angry often. I can only count maybe three times that I have ever been angry in the past um Oh, well, maybe four. I don't know. I'm not keeping count. But I can count on my hands, basically, how many times I've actually been uh, angry and upset. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk back downstairs. Because if I say something to her or if I look at her in her face, I'm going to punch her. And I'm not a fighter. But I will fight that day. And it will be one-on-one. We're scrapping. So I went back down. And I was just, like, fuming. Didn't want to talk to anybody because... I don't like other people to see me upset like that. So that happened. So moral of the story is if you don't talk about what is irritating you, and I'm that was probably a bad example because, like I said, when it comes to, like, your living situation, unless you live on the top floor or unless you live in a house, you cannot really always blame the other people because, like, you chose where you we're going to live at so that's the way I look at it but also like people are just weird so I don't want to be ending up on investigation discovery just because I thought that somebody should shut up that lives upstairs you know you know what I'm saying just got to be careful and so anyways but 
for real, the moral of the story is if something bothers you, especially with people that you know, and that's the thing, I didn't really know her like that, but especially with people that you do know, um, or you see every day, you know, even people, it could be people at school, people in your class, people, it could be anywhere, honestly, if somebody even disrespects you at a grocery store and you don't know them, a stranger, yeah, like, you need to say something, but at the same time, pick and choose your battles, so you have to really, like, I don't know, kind of gauge it, for sure, but my, my rule of thumb nowadays is to just sit, excuse me, (laughs) is to just say what's on my mind, because I don't like people disrespecting me anymore, um, I didn't like it to begin with, but like I said, I used to just not say anything, and it just built up in me, a lot of times to the point where I was just, like, so upset that I was taking my thoughts with me home, and, being upset then, so I'm sweating all day, probably have high blood pressure, and it's getting, uh, it's irritating me and stuff like that, versus imagine if I would have said something right then and there, then I probably could have, um, I probably would have been fine just because I wouldn't have thought about it as much, because at least I would have said something, and so for those of y'all who are afraid to do that, I'm going to say this, don't be afraid to say what you feel is right, um, especially in regards to you in your space and people, you know, who are disrespecting you or doing things that you don't like, you know, or even people are like, what's the word, like devaluing the things that you value. Does that make sense? Um, because you shouldn't be afraid to do anything. You should, like, we live one life and you need to live your life to the fullest. So, like I've always said, you, I never want to be on my deathbed and being like, I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have said that. So, and it's not so much like of an impulse thing like it used to be for me. It's like, I think about things before I do it. But at the same time, some people say stuff so snappy, so quickly that you don't even have time to think. So it's like you have to really start being aware and analyzing and just like being quick with it. But it takes practice. So it's going to be nerve wracking at first when you first start to um, tell people how you feel and you're going to feel like, oh, my gosh, should I say sorry? No, don't apologize for the way that you feel. I cannot stand when people apologize to me about the way that they feel. The way that you feel is the way that you feel as long as it's not disrespecting me, you know? And if it does, then we don't have to talk. We don't have to be friends. We don't have to communicate. Like, if you can't understand, if we can't find common ground, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, don't be afraid to to say what you feel is right because there are 7 billion plus people in this world and... There's only one of them that knows you the way that you do. And there's only one of them that's going to respect you the way that you do. And that's yourself. There's only one person in this world who's going to love you the way that you should love yourself. And that is yourself. So you have to be everything for yourself before you want somebody to do that for you. And quite honestly, you can't have anybody be everything for you. 
You have to do things for yourself. You have to be there for yourself and have respect and love for yourself and compassion for yourself. So, And that takes forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself for the way that you let other people treat you and the way that you treat yourself. I feel like I'm speaking deep facts today, but, you know, like, that's just the way I feel. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just let people say any type of things that they want to say to you just because you're afraid. And I also used to not say anything and used to just ignore people all the time. Ignoring people is only good sometimes. But really what it does is it makes people either, one, more angry or they think that they can just continue to say the things that they were saying to you to begin with. That's not okay either. So, you know, you really have to... It takes practice, but I'm living proof that you can do it. And it, for me, obviously, it took, like, I don't know. Wait, how long have I been out of high school? Four, almost four years now. So it took, like, six years for me to, like, from that time that I first opened up my mouth to say something to somebody. But before that, I wasn't saying anything. So imagine that, like, my whole life, just not really saying anything to people. And only, it's weird because the only time I would ever say anything to people was my siblings. You know, if they started to say something that I thought was, like, they're getting jazzy with me, yeah, I was snapping back at them. Because I was like, yeah, you're my family, but I'm not about to let you just say anything. Well, the same goes, if not even... It's almost worse when it's, like, a stranger and you're allowing them to say anything and all types of things to you. Um... So, I mean, there's that. And that is that on that, you know? There's no tea, no shade, no lemonade. Straight water. I'm just being honest here, and I'm just trying to help. Um, because hopefully I did help somebody. Just practice. And if you have to text something, if you have to start off texting people um, the way that you feel, do it. But like I said, don't say sorry about the way that you feel if that's the way you feel. Um, because I think I've had this conversation before on here, but I cannot stand the word sorry unless it's genuine. And when people say, I'm sorry, I've just been feeling like da-da-da-da, don't say sorry because that's the way that you feel. You are entitled to your emotions. And you also really don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Just get to the point. This isn't, the way I see it is this is not an essay. You don't have to meet a a um a limit you know what I'm saying like you don't have to there's no quota for the amount of words that must be met whenever you're telling somebody anything you don't have to give us a description or nothing just get tell get to the point about what you feel and why you don't like it you know you don't have to say sorry. You don't have to explain yourself any further to other people because it's not like, unless you think that they are going to really truly care, which a lot of people don't. And like I said, some people just don't listen all to, to everything that you're saying. They might have other things in their mind even. Just get to the point. And if they don't respect what you say and how you feel about something, that's their loss and they need to keep it pushing somewhere else. But People need to understand that they cannot play you, that you are a human being as well. That's it. And that's all. That is my lesson for today. So with that, take that with a grain of salt. Agree, disagree, be neutral, whatever you feel about it. 
I'm just here speaking my truth, and I hope that it helps somebody out there. But um, with that being said, I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for living, breathing, waking up this morning. Um, Well, thank God for that, honestly. And I hope that you have a blessed rest of your day, week, whatever time it is for you. And ciao.